Hello, everyone, and welcome uh, to our series dedicated to Industry 4.0. My name is Georgia Giuliani, and I'm responsible for the industrial sector in the south of Europe here at Accruent. I work with the company for about seven years, and I have a 15-year experience in the manufacturing space. And now I'm pleased to introduce you my co-host for today, my colleague, uh, Kevin Clark. Hi, Kevin. Morning. Morning, Georgia. Um, Thank you very much for the introduction. Um, yeah, my name is uh, Kevin Clark. I'm Vice President of Industrial Strategy for Accruent. Uh, I've been in the manufacturing space for over 30 years. Um, some of the highlights of my career have been with Johnson & Johnson, Maintenance Excellence Global Leader, um, and then Caterpillar in various roles in manufacturing. Uh, so I look forward to the conversation today, Georgia. Thank you, Kevin, and let's move on. Kevin, companies in manufacturing have a constant pressure on margins and they're always open to find ways to reduce costs. Do you think that Industry 4.0 actually means more savings to companies? Well, that's, I guess that's the bottom line. Um, in business, we often try to do things that, uh, that save us money. Um, sometimes it's just the right thing to do, but in the case of um, Industry 4.0, um, absolutely. Um, this will save money. Now, there's, there's no two ways about it, but it also expands the capabilities of a business. Um, but, I, but I think the key here is that it's all wrapped around strategy. Um, in an earlier segment, we talked about um, getting back to the basics. Um, and that's unbelievably important when it comes to deploying um, technology and industry 4.0 is, is to get back to the basics and have that conversation around where value um, resides, what can you do to expand that value, um, or what can you do to um, ensure that value maintains? Um, in other words, maintain your margins, maintain, um, maintain your competitiveness, competitiveness in the business, um, maintaining um, your company position in the market. Um, those are all considerations that you need to make for technology for Industry 4.0. But it all goes back to that, that, that basic concept of where does the value and then what technology do I need to enhance that value? Um, and then Go find the technology and then bring the technology back. Get the value you're looking for. Um, and that, that step is often overlooked. And I, I've said it before and I'll say it again because it's so important. You have to go figure out value first and then get technology, not get technology and then try to find the value within that technology. Otherwise, you'll be amongst the 50% of, of technology deployments that fail. Absolutely. So where companies should start? What are the investments to be taken in order to be ready? Yeah, so um, ready is a, is, a, um, is a moving target. Um, so I think that's a, um, that's a difficult question to answer. And it's all, it's all based on where the company thinks it is. You guys have heard the old adage of people, process, and technology, right? Well, there is, there is a method to that madness. It is, it is true um, that that's what we consider as people, process, and technology. But getting back to the basics of process is what's going to help you define that value. Um, people. So 
you know, one of the old adages is that, that uh, people are our most unreliable um, asset in, in the plant. And there's some truth to that. The problem is we ha- all have a brain. We all have the ability to think. And we sometimes we think differently than others. Sometimes that difference is good. Sometimes that difference is not so good. And so um, people are the biggest uh, barrier to digital transformation. And so digital transformation is less about the technology and more about changing people and helping them to think differently about technology and how we utilize technology and how it becomes part of our everyday work. And that is important back at the process level and defining that value and how we get to the point where we need to make that digital transformation. But then we need to consider the people and how they fit, um, how they fit today and then how they'll fit after we've digitally transformed. But then we have to think about the technology. And I often see this as well, that that cool, that shiny technology, that technology that's both cool and shiny and then also at the end of the brochure it says it's cheap um, we're drawn to that um, because it 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 screams savings that it's very shiny and cool and cheap and so then we invest in it and then we're back to where i was talking about earlier where we go buy technology then we try to find the value in the technology we just bought when we need to find the value first and then buy, buy technology that lines up with it Cheap technology is not necessarily uh, a savings. Um, cheap technology often is exactly what it's um, proposing. Um, there's, there's significant value in technology. Uh, we just need to find it and then go deploy it. Absolutely. So to sum up, process, people, and technology, right? Right. Okay. And what about compliance? What is the role of compliance? So I, I found an interesting uh, um, uh, study that we had done at, at Fluke. Um, we, we talked about uh, digital transformation. We did a poll and we asked in 2015 um, uh, what people were concerned about for digital transformation. And number one in 2015 was security and compliance. And which makes sense because we were really going through significant cloud transformations at that time. And, and that was one of the biggest questions is, is my data safe or is my IP safe? Um, in 2020, the same poll was done and security and compliance was not number one anymore. It was um, number nine. And so we've come a long ways in the way of security and compliance and in the technology that we're putting out there. Um, you know, one of the things that I, I've always said is one reason that you can think about cloud and how secure and how compliant it is, is because that's the only thing that a cloud company does is they focus in on how do I keep data safe inside of our, inside of our four walls, inside of a corporation, um, that's one of the things that a corporation does, but they may not have as much focus on it as what a cloud company does. So you keep that in mind. And, and often the cloud companies are safer than we are in our side of our own organizations. And, uh, but it's just that fear. It's that fear of change. It's that fear of relinquishing our uh, data out into the cloud someplace. 
but uh, interestingly enough, um, the in 2020, in that same poll, the uh, number one concern is now the economic stability rather than the digital transformation is economic stability rather than security and compliance. But these are these security and compliance are absolutely key contributors of a company's value proposition. And so that's our clients want to know that their data is safe, um, as well as the organization um, is really focused on how do I how do I keep my clients, my customers data safe um, inside of a system that is not within my four walls. Absolutely. Security is always uh, an eye topic uh, for organization. Um, overall, do you think uh, that Industry 4.0 is going to make uh, life easier or even more difficult in certain cases? You know, Georgia, you almost have to say this with tongue in cheek. Um, <laughs> Because we know technology in some cases, many cases, I would say, has made life more complex. Um, I, I can safely say that I do more in a day now than I did 30 years ago. And, and all of it, not part of it, but all of it has to do with technology. There were just things I could not do uh, 30 years ago that I can do in a matter of almost in some cases, seconds compared to it could have been hours uh, 30 years ago. And so we do so much more in a day at work than we did 30 years ago um, that, it, that some days it's just, I mean, overwhelming the amount of data and the things that you're doing within a single day. But there's value to that. It's, it's, um, there's value to uh, being able to do more. Um, with the technology. Uh, but we know technology moves really, really fast. And we know that if we pause in this type of market, if we pause as an organization, our competitors could take, uh, take a lead. And technology is just moving that fast. And some of our competitors are moving that fast. And so when we, when we start looking at how do we compete and whether or not our technology is competitive, um, we have to, we have to think really hard about, am I where I need to be? But then you look at that big price tag out there and you say, ah, I just, I, I just, I just can't do that. Um, but your competitors did. And so we have to take it to heart. We have to really go after this and, 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 um, pursue it, whether we want to or not. The only way that we can really stay agile, the only way that we can really compete um, is to go after it. And then just remember this, that strategy never ends. We go deploy it, we build it. We have to continually be thinking about what's next and what's next and what's next. And it, it's, it is daunting. Um, it's difficult. It's hard to some days comprehend and, and a bit overwhelming, but the technology is continuing to get more complex but the end result is becoming more simplistic. Okay, so let's say that uh, staying agile is the way to go. Investing on Kaizen continuous improvement kind of initiative uh, should help companies uh, keeping yeah. uh, competitive, right? Yeah, and Georgia, uh, before, we, before we close up here, 
Um, that's a really good point. Um, and uh, to bring up those types of tools, they don't go away. The technology is not taking up, uh, it's not making up for Kaizans and those, those types of, those continuous improvement. That's, that's all still on people. And so that's a really good point that, that, you know, while technology is filling a lot of gaps for us, um, it's still on us as people, as humans to go do that and make sure that we continue to push technology forward. Very good. Yeah. That's important to hear that people will keep on playing an important role, especially when it comes to uh, such initiative, right? I would like to thank you, Kevin, for your time today and thank you everybody for participating. Uh, unfortunately, our next section is going to be the last one. We are going to talk about the impact uh, of Industry 4.0 to engineers. Uh, if you want to know more about that, please remind to check uh, the episode description. You can find some uh, insightful links. Uh, and uh, see you next time. Have a good day. Thank you, Kevin, again. Thank you, Georgia.